was sie wollen mit Martin Julia. Ist das, was sie wollen? Is this what you want? Hello, everybody. Welcome to a late night, uncensored, raw, porno edition of Is This What You Want? I'm Matt Schlong O'Brien, and next to me, as always, is Julia. Big Pussy Kowitz. Big Pussy Kowitz right here. We're uh, recording this. We just got back from a show and we had a weird day. So we're like, let's podcast after our, yeah. our planned day's events. It's 1030 at night. Yeah. At, the world is asleep. The perverts are awake and our dog is jittery. Our dog is uh, digging in her little dog bed. But it's I don't think we've ever done such a late night podcast. Maybe during the pandemic. I feel like we did some weird podcast Well, times. sometimes we do like a night chap one, but I feel like that was always like 9 p.m. But 10.30 is pretty crazy. We couldn't, we couldn't during COVID because it, we'd wake your parents. Isn't that something to think about? Well, honestly, we would often go to bed before my parents. Yeah, they're real night owls, those two. I mean, they, they stay up and then they Buffalo fall Hooters. asleep watching, you know, Made in Manhattan on yeah. the couch. You could call uh, a couple that likes to stay up late night owls, and you could say they're a couple of hooters. Couple of hooters. Couple of hooters. Um, that's what the restaurant should be. If they ever ha- if they ever turn a corner and they're like, you know what, we're done with tits. We just want to be home for people that want to stay up late. I mean, I like that. I like a late night snack restaurant. Put me on the panel for the PR company for hooters. Ew, this is disgusting. <laughs> and I will change it for the better. Listen, if you're just tuning in or if uh, if this is the first podcast you've listened to or maybe you've listened to a few, this podcast is called Is This What You Want with Matt and Julia where we try to figure out what you want because yeah. we don't know. And uh, sometimes you don't even know if you know. I don't think anyone knows these days. I think we figure out day to day. Like the fact, I know I talk about Wordle all the time, but like no one knew they wanted that. No one knew they wanted a five-letter word game every morning, and now we're littered with games. Well, here's the thing. Nobody knew they wanted Wordle, and then I just discovered something called Quirtle, Q-U-O-R-D-L-E, which is like Wordle times four. There are four words, you have to guess, four different like grids. Yeah. You have nine chances to get all four, and it's like Wordle on steroids, and I am obsessed, and I dare say I'm quite good at it. It's... It's daunting so to look at and where does it end how many wordles can you combine is it going to be like 20 30 at a time like I don't it know. reminds me of i know you never watched star trek but uh when they played like 3d chess and it's like stacked chess boards on top of each other and data is dominating and all the humans are like this is too confusing well i feel like that's why it's so satisfying for me because a lot of those your data I'm data, but a lot of uh, those things traditionally are like numbers based. And for this, it's it's word based, but also it's not so much about the words. It's about like problem solving and whatever and, and doing it at your own pace. So it's not yeah. like if there was like a timer involved. There kind like, of is. It's I mean, you have a full day. Yeah. It's not, you're not going to take like a week to do it. But you also have I've and I've learned this, too. You can't look at Twitter or any social media because 
yesterday the winning wordle word was trending it was trending yeah and it's i've been i've been destroyed by twitter on wordle a couple times this week that's so annoying and that's why i do it right in the morning before i look at any social media i just yeah. do it with my morning coffee and it's nice i've been doing that i've been doing loodle which is like the dirty version I of it i refuse to loodle it's actually stupid there's an airport one did you see that one air portal Wh- it's like what? airport codes yyz uh, oh Y2B, no! I would be I would be terrible at that. ETB, I don't know any airport codes. I know YYZ. I know LAX. Uh, yeah, you know YYZ <laughs> and LAX. Done. Wait, what's Vancouver? I feel like it's something weird. Vancouver's something weird. BBC. It's literally like Isn't oh, we're in Vancouver, black and it's like, it's like XTC, uh, Vancouver Airport Code. Well, I don't know what it is, and I truly don't care. YVR. YVR. I mean, maybe, I, who makes these? Who makes the, listen, if you're a, a listener and you make the airport codes, reveal yourself for God's sake. Tell us why you do it and how you do it. Um, also, well, who needs these airport codes? Is it, the, is it the pilot saying it? It just makes it easier for when you're uh, entering it. It, it. Listen, I don't make the if, rules. So what if the, so if there's a pilot like, oh, I'm, I'm about to crash into Toronto International Pearson Airport, and then he crashes, be like, what? Why didn't he say we didn't have time to react? If he said, I'm about to crash into YYZ, they'd be like, now we can prepare. I guess. But if it, if he was saying that to me, I'd be like, let me look up in my um, my planner, what, <laughs> my, my coder, what yeah. that means. Uh. Yes, my little orphan Annie decoder ring, which apparently was the thing. Wasn't that from a Christmas Story? Either way. I don't know what you're talking about. This is getting on a tangent. I'm really trying to like, yes, We're tangenting, you, everybody. But I don't like where this is going. Um, we just got back <laughs> from a show. We uh, did the Westside Comedy Theater mm-hmm. tonight. And I'm on a streak of doing fine on stage. You had a great set tonight. Thank you. Uh, you have elevated yourself. And I have remained uh, <laughs> on, a, on a flat wonder bread plane of mayonnaise uh with my stand-up comedy lately no i mean there's ebbs and flows to everybody's um i guess it depends on what your standards are i think if i was earlier in my comedy career i'd be like i'm killing non-stop right now no but i know what you mean because i've okay the dog is literally trying to swallow her bed hole and it's very distracting yeah she's eating her dog bed she just had a long sigh which means i give up like I'm not going to eat this whole dog bed uh, for the listener. She's in between us and uh, she's wearing a leather outfit. She's our little leather daddy. She's not wearing. No, now everybody's going to think like, why did you dress? Listen, she chose it herself. Can you she put, put leather her on. on a dog? I wouldn't. Anyway, um, I, I felt like this maybe last week or the week before I was like, every show I'm doing is just fine. Yeah. Nothing's clicking. And then. I feel like the show that we did on Valentine's Day, it just clicked. That was fun. Uh, and and even tonight, like there was a certain calmness I had on stage of being like, because sometimes I'm like, I, we're both we both mentioned tonight that we're both like pretty like spazzy. We're both like, yes. yeah, high energy, whatever. And I'm always like, yeah, because that's confident. You have to come out with it. But sometimes it feels like put on. And tonight I felt like I was finally really able to like just sit with my jokes trust that the writing is good yeah and just be like relaxed on stage for the first time in a while yeah and don't get me wrong it wasn't like oh my god that's like i destroyed i it was a small crowd but i it felt i felt in control and it felt comfortable and 
You were able to get your bits out and they got the appropriate reactions. Yeah, and I did a reactions. bunch of new stuff, a bunch of like old ass stuff that's so old that it's practically new again. Like yeah. it just, it was nice. It was nice. I know. It's just a weird feeling to be like, to do fine. There's worse things for sure. If we were doing terrible, if we were bombing constantly, I'd think rethink my entire life. But it's also a different plane to be like, I'm doing fine. That's an even weirder It's almost place more to be. annoying sometimes. It's more annoying because, especially as comics, you either want to be loved or hated completely. It's You don't want middle ground. Yeah. You want to be like a defined kind of thing. And when you're in the middle, you're like, well, what the hell is happening right now? I mean, now? don't get me wrong. I don't want to bomb. Like, no. as much as I'm like, I'd rather bomb. I wouldn't rather but bomb. But that I get. That I can break apart and be like, I get that. But the middle, you're like, I don't get this. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in a bit of a snuff, but I, but it's also early in the whole pandemic stuff. And we talked about this in the green room with a couple other comics because we're all like, I feel weird on stage. I got, I got brain fog. I can't look people in the eyes. It's like, yeah, we were still, we're still recovering from being away from society. And also like we were talking about this all today. Both of us have had weird fucking days today. Yeah. We're both loosey goosey because we keeping like we never have had COVID, which we didn't. That we know of. As far of. as we know. But then part of us was like, did we have it? We didn't know it. And now this is like long haul COVID where we're just like stupid as hell. But if know. I had long haul COVID and it was dumb, how, why am I so good at Wordle and Quirtle? Well, that's the thing. I think that's why they invented Wordle. They're like, let's see how let's, bad your COVID yeah. is. <laughs> or let's like rebuild your brains. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some sort of, <laughs> there's definitely some conspiracy there is about Wordle to be like, yeah, let's exercise the general public. Let's get them back into the English language. I and, think it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's good. But then this whole time, why were we not doing crosswords? Crosswords were right there. Yeah, but crosswords are so like vague it's and whatever. It's a lot. And it's also, it's a whole board. Who was the puppet who played the young man who died in the fire of 1962? I don't care. Yeah, and you're like, it's or it's like blank Hanks. And you're like, Tom. And they're like, no, no it's, it's Chet. Chet. <laughs> it is Chet. Yeah, piece of I love And that. also, how long does the crosswords take? Like, you, you see that board and you're like, what is this, five hours? A wordle, you know, you're like, I'm either going to get it or I'm not. And it's going to be like... 20 minutes tops. I've spent like, I've looked at a watch for one of them and I was like, I've been here for 40 minutes. Really? There was one where I'm, I was staring and I like, I refuse to let this win. And it's also like, like I haven't, I had to be one of those people, but I'm like, I haven't finished my coffee. I can't think of the word. I have to have a full coffee. And, uh, but that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Isn't that. it crazy that Chet Hanks was like, cause I didn't read the full article. I just saw like a pull quote from it. And, he, and it was something about, like, why he is the way he is. And it was, like, I didn't have a strong male role, role model growing up. I'm yeah, like, his dad is the strongest. You had the strongest male role model yeah. growing up. But maybe, you know, maybe he saw at home Tom Hanks. He saw Tom Hanks yeah. in his dirty old sweatpants, you know, picking lint off the floor and yelling at the dog. I mean, I, I feel like Tom was, like, America's strong male role yes. model. And Chet had to deal with... No one. But that makes me wonder what a private Tom Hanks is. Maybe he... I think he's fine. I just don't think he was around because he was too busy filming Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. Ah! ah. That's probably... <laughs> that's what he sounds like all the time. Like an old cockatoo? Ah! Ah! The, the hose is all kinked up! Ugh, Chet Hanks. Nice body, though. Gorgeous body. <laughs> uh, a lot of expensive-looking tattoos. Tatted up. 
And, uh, you know, he's, he's set for life, that guy. He doesn't have to do anything. Doesn't have to do a goddamn thing. And he also, you it. called your kid Chet. That's is part that of the for problem. Something? Like Chet. Cheddar. Chet. Chet. This is my son, Cheddar Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit cheesy. Oh. Ay, ay, ay. But he'll melt your heart. <laughs> oh, now I want melted cheese. Could you name a kid after cheese? Is there a Cheddar out there? Jed. Yeah, or like a this is Gouda Ladgoods. Bree, there's Breeze. There's Breeze, yeah. But that's short for or Brielle, is or isn't it? No, or some, something. Some Breeze are just Breeze. There's definitely not a, you know, Baby Bell. There's no Baby. Well, I mean, that's a brand. Uh, yeah, mozzarella. there's no like Manchego or Manchego. That'd be a good one. This is my son Manchego. Manchego, he is going to do porno, one hundred percent. Manchego no sounds like he's just gonna kill you with his sword to avenge his father's death. Yes, absolutely. What did you say? There was three guys in the front row at the show tonight, and you said they because it was they all look like. Uh, they smoked pipes in leather chairs. Well, they I they all of a sudden showed up yeah. for my set. I'm like, you look like you guys waltzed in here. Like, I'd like to buy this theater. They did. <laughs> they looked like they were like uh, in one of those like ski school movies where they're like, we're going to buy this mountain and you guys got to yeah. be up by the end of the week. <laughs> and that's exactly, yeah, he really nailed it. We got it all on videotape. We got it all on videotape. In beautiful 4K resolution. Here's the thing with these sets where I'm like, what? I'm like, I had so much fun with the set. And then I, the same one on Valentine's Day, I'm like, I love it. And I haven't watched the footage yet because I'm like, what if it's not as good as I thought it was in my mind? You don't want to ruin it. And I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. You got to, you're still not wanting to watch your own sets. And that's something you have. I know it's crazy. I'm actually but getting I get better it at, at it at the same time. Cause it's like, yeah, what are you a fucking psychopath? I mean, I watch my own sets all the time. Yeah. But you're not like. Mm, yeah, I'm not it. like fuck yeah. I'm uncomfortable. I watched my f one of my first JFL sets today because I'm like trying to pull clips for like captions, and I was like, yo. First of all, I look, <laughs> I look like a bag of fucking melted cheese. No, you don't. I'm bigger. My got got puffy cheeks. It, it just living in Toronto, especially living in a city. I'm like, I was at McDonald's all the time. I was drinking all the time. I mean, I'm still drinking all the time, but. There's just a different vibe when you have to drive places versus when the subway carts you around like a beautiful steel daddy. Also, when you, there's just not as many like late night food options. There is, but you have to actively seek it out. Like, you can't just stumble into McDonald's stumble in. when you're, you're walking home. Like, I have home. to pull my fucking metal cart in there and yeah. then wait in a goddamn line with a bunch of other losers. I do. Here's the thing. I have not done late night Taco Bell like or like high late night Taco Bell. I know. And I want to do it. I know. Everyone's I want to do it. There's a Taco, Taco Bell, Bell right there. We could walk to it. Not tonight, but we'll have it. No, soon. but next week I want to take an edible and I want to uh, walk to Taco Bell and get some gross stuff and walk, walk back. And we realized because we were, went to Barney's Beanery, not to brag before our set tonight, and they were playing Geostorm on the TV oh, yeah. and it looks so stupid and I'm like I want to eat Taco Bell get high watch and Geostorm. watch Geostorm yeah that sounds like a night that's going to be it's going to be a moment it's going to be a moment and I'll tell you what else is a moment what is that Chappy Hour happy Chappy Hour everybody happy Chappy Hour everyone it's uh, the only happy hour in North America at least dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time and um, uh, you might say this one's uh, this is this is like a real like a big night chap like a late night, night chap. This is like the type of chap that you're tucked in, like an after hours chap. On. You have full pajamas, 
you have like a onesie trap door open in case any in case you want to go falls late, out. late night poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like the, the trap door should be closed so poo falls in. <laughs> no, I've, have you ever <laughs> have you worn pajamas with a trap door? No. I feel like I have once as a kid, and I remember I remember it had like the folds in the front for the little pee pee, yeah. little pee pee winker, <laughs> and then it had a trap door. I remember asking my mom, and she's like, "Well, you can pull your penis through the front, and then you can unleash your ass through the." And you're like, the tra- "I have a penis," but then I'm like. I'm just going to take the whole thing off. And also, I was like, do I have a penis? <laughs> well, I know what that thing is. Back it up, lady. <laughs> I have a penis? <laughs> I wonder how old I was till I, when I realized that. Yeah, when did you learn that your penis is your penis? Uh, probably in, not till like school or something. Definitely no. not when you're like... No, a toddler no i think like, when you're yeah because they're like your pee-pee and your wee-wee or your patoot the, my, the vagina for me it was always called the patoot was it patoot it was patoot your mom would say patoot well someone said patoot <sighs> it's just some guy <laughs> that would show up to your house hey, hey. watch your patoot there youngin hey huh? is that your patoot oh no no oh that took a turn my mom would say pee-pee winker she would actually say pee-pee winker she'd say yeah uh, make sure you clean. <laughs> make sure you clean your peepee winker. <laughs> or your little pee. Or she'd say like on animals too. She'd be like, "Oh, look at that goat's little peepee winker flapping in the wind." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Well, that's a peepee winker." See, that's good if you have animals to be like, "There's a peepee winker on the animal, and uh, you're an animal, and you have one yeah, too." Yeah, be like, "I am a goat." What are you peepee winking for, Chappie? I'm hour? pouring a full beer into my peepee winker. <laughs> I'm drinking a Kona Brewing Longboard Island. Uh, we got them at Costco. It was a 24 pack. Yes, I think cans. I think you were drinking a similar thing last week and probably and, and talked about it. We're like, is it from Hawaii? And you're it's like, no, it's fine. Not. It's what I like most about a beer is a an attractive can. The insides could be absolute horse piss. You want attractive if, cans? Look no further. It's me, guy, your wife. My wife's got the best cans. <laughs> I honestly have great boobs. Great cans. They're, um, they're like they're a nice size and they're they're small but mighty. Next time I see someone, I'm gonna brag about my wife's big attractive cans. And I'm gonna tell everybody about my husband's wide peepee winker. <laughs> it can hold a full can of Kona Longboard. Last night, my husband poured a giant can of beer in his peepee winker, <laughs> and he was up all night with that. He was just stuffed. Uh, listen, it's a uh, it's a nice beer. It's easy drinking, good stuff. It's a bit dark, but I like it. And it says I it was a lager. I don't know what it is. I think it's a bit dark. Either way, the I can- think it says lager on the can. The can's attractive. It says island lager. Oh, so Hawaiian beer is traditionally is something else. They do some. They do they do whatever the hell they want over there. Okay. Hence why Dog the Bounty Hunter is uh, from Hawaii and he has to police them all. Yes. We're just repeating the exact same episode week after week at this point. Well, don't say that. The listeners gonna. What if it's their first time listening to this? The listeners know. Well, they probably enjoy it. What are you chapping? <laughs> I'm uh, chapping an Esteban Martin. Obviously. <laughs> it's a 2018. It's a red wine. Uh, 2018. 85% Grenache. Uh, 15% Syrah. And uh, this wine is an expression of great vineyards and represents the passion and hard work of the family and a profound respect for nature. Sure. Um, it's from Spain. And I will say it's... The, when I first sipped it, I'm like, what is that? What, a, what am I getting? And I keep... 
I always default with red wine. I'm like, it's jammy. It is jammy, but it almost has a hint of like fig Newton. Mm, I like a fig. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what, that's what it reminds me of. You it's were really big, nice. in, big into figs for a bit, so oh, you got fresh, a real taste I for it. I love fresh figs, but I this like this a, is more fig Newton. I like a fig Newton too. Is that prevalent down here? I feel like I don't see a lot of figs, fig Newtons. There's fig Newtons and date Newtons. You woo, date Newtons. Yeah. Isn't there like an apple-y one too? There's like a with a lighter mm-hmm. golden center. If you don't know what it is, it's like so it's like dried fig, um, and then around it, I don't. How do you even describe that? It's, it's a like a soft flake cookie, cookie, but it's not flaky. It's like no. a, it's odd. It's odd. It's exciting though. It's a, it's a real treat. It's anything with a filling is just a real treat. And that shows it's, it's showing it's filling to the world. It's, it's out there. You're not guessing what the filling is. A fig Newton sits in your palm and goes, here I am. I don't like a fig Newton. Well, you're absolutely insane. Because I don't like dried figs, but fresh figs? Yeah. Oh my God. I cannot wait till fig season. Could you put chocolate? Like, Cause I'm thinking about a fig Newton. They haven't elaborated or elevated them in any kind of way. They're like, they're like, we're not going to put sprinkles on it. We're not going to put chocolate on it. No. Cause if you want a fig Newton, you want a fig Newton. You want a fig Newton. If and you want I, chocolate, have to, chocolate would overpower the delicate um, fig flavor. It's possible. It's also like an old timey treat. So it's like, um, yes. your, your granddad would get these ginger chews. Oh yeah. Or like ginger chocolates. But he would get, um, ginger chocolates from Laura Secord, which I don't think they don't have Laura Secord in the States. I don't think. I don't think they do. But it was, a, it, and even in Canada, She's they're a like hard, heritage to, moment. Co- so they're hard to come by. Yeah. So Laura Secord was this like gourmet chocolate shop in Canada. And obviously they have similar things here, Yeah. but he would get, it was like candied ginger and you could either get it covered in milk or dark chocolate. And I don't that's know. all he wanted. I don't know how Laura Secord stayed in business in any capacity. I do. It was fucking delicious. It was delicious. But their it was ice like, cream? Oh my God, their ice cream was amazing. It was so expensive. When are you going there? I guess maybe we you know, we lived different lives growing up. We did. You were Laura Secord's family. I was a dumpster outside the back of a DQ. I wasn't getting Laura Secord. First of all, DQ is equally as expensive. It's actually very expensive. Have you purchased a Blizzard if A Blizzard recently? is like, They're like $19. $19. <laughs> you went <laughs> higher... But a yeah, blizzard's so expensive. A blizzard's like, do I want to eat a full dinner or do I want to just eat the world's most expensive ice cream? Laura Secord, you could get like a milkshake at the time for like four bucks, which was expensive compared yeah. to like a McFlurry or something. But like, yeah. Oh God, it's good. Fuck. I would literally kill three men. Bad ones. There has to be a for, way <laughs> for one smidgen for of, one little suckle of Laura's Secord. Of Laura's Secord. It's odd that does she have any history with chocolate? She like saved some sort of something from someone else. Isn't that true? Listen, I used <laughs> I, to know the full story about Laura Secord, and now I'm blanking. You've put me on the spot, and I don't know. I don't know either, and I've seen that Canadian heritage moment a million times. But the the heritage moment is just her running through a wet field for a while, avoiding uh, people. She did something great, and she helped she some people. Great. And um, then they were like, "We're going to make chocolate out of you." And there's a little piece of Laura in every chocolate. Uh oh, that's what they say. Speaking of a little piece of Laura, uh, maybe it's time for our first segment. I think so, because this is going to be a shorty of an episode, probably, because it's late. But we've also been talking for so long. I we know. usually get into uh, Chappy Hour way earlier. That's true. 
Um, let's go a, uh, a warm and fuzzy first. Yeah. Okay, I'll start. Wow. Warm and fuzzy. I feel like a lot of warm and fuzzy things have happened um, this week. But, okay, so we had um, we had our showcases at the Comedy Store. Oh, yeah. On Friday. We did. And, that, again, that was one of the shows where, like, it was good. And we were happy. It, everybody was good. Well, here's the thing with that show, too, is is I came off stage and I was like, I was like, meh, meh. It was fine. It was fine. And then, but then everyone started coming off and they're like, that's fine. And then a lot of people started doing really bad. And you're like, oh my God, I think to do fine is to do amazing here. Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah, we were both like quite happy with it. And um, we, we really were just having a nice time. And the next day we had our little like Valentine's Day celebration for on oh, the Saturday yeah. because actual Valentine's Day is always a nightmare. And then the Sunday was the fucking Super Bowl. So we're yeah. like, why don't we have it on the Saturday? We're not lunatics. We're not going to go out during all that business. All that jazz. So we went down. We had a little downtown day. We went to this restaurant called um, Macaroni Republic. But Macaroni spelt like M-A-C-H-E-R-R-O-N-I. Yes. Anyway, we it had amazing reviews. We went down there and put our name on a wait list. And then we bopped around downtown for a bit and went to what Union Square. Is that downtown? Yeah, it was Grand Cent Grand Central Central Market. Market. I think that's what it's called. It's just so fucking cool. We yeah. we were just we were on cloud nine, and then we get our little seat outside. We get this like tortellini and these meatballs. The pasta is all handmade, by the way. Yeah. The server is amazing. He's Italian. The wine is affordable and delicious. It's like one of the best meals I've had in a long time. It was fantastic. It was. And it was very well priced and uh, it was like this delightful. spinach ricotta tortellini in this like brown butter sage sauce and then I go in to use the bathroom and literally like all the staff is just speaking Italian to each other I'm like oh my god this is fucking authentic I love this and then we went to the precinct and saw this drag um, roast roast, battle. roast yeah. battle between drag queens and there was like some new friends we had made there and it was just one of those nights where I was like, is something bad going to happen? Because we both said that we're both like, everything's going so well. What's who's going to die tonight? Like it was so <laughs> it was it was so ridiculous and fun and stupid and just nice. I guess the only th bad thing that happened was our Uber was like $50 home. Yeah, it was like $15 there and then 50 back, which, you know, they really get you. Um, imagine it was 25 and 25 we should get that cab app though the you know curb. what i mean yeah so yeah. like because sometimes taking like a real cab is just cheaper than a fucking uber that's what they say anyway um, it was it was just such a lovely night it made me feel warm and fuzzy and went, oh and we got a fucking picture with silky nutmeg ganache the reverend silky nutmeg ganache one, is, of, our uh, favorite one of our drag favorite queens. drag queens it's uh it's crazy and we met another drag queen oh my god what was her name Oh my god! Uh, but Let me look she it up right was now. a daughter of Manila, Manila Luzon. Luzon, who is another great drag queen. But it's uh, they're just it's just such a such a scene, man. These drag queens they work so hard and they're so talented. It's honestly it's like it's like stand up where you're like, ugh, can I just get a fucking break? And some of these people have been doing it for fucking ever, and they're yeah. just working their dicks off and living their truth. Working their Lexi dicks in. Andra. Lexiandra Luzon. You can follow her on um, Instagram, Lexiandra. Yeah. 
Luzon. She was a late add to that show, too. There was another drag yeah. queen that was supposed to be on, and she got added late, and then she was hilarious and uh, looked and great. gorgeous. It was uh, just quite the evening. Yeah, well, what's your warm and fuzzy there, Matt? Oh, uh, your flashlight is on your I phone. I know, ho. Um, <laughs> my warm and fuzzy, uh, well, let's see. The other day, I got asked to, um, I submitted for a writing job. Mm. Can you even imagine me, a writer? I don't feel like I am, but I think I might be. You are. Um, and then it got to the point where they were like, we would like to see a, a writing sample. Do you have any recent samples? And I do not. And <laughs> Not recent. My, you not, had samples, but they were I not. I have samples. They but were they not were like, up to your standards. No, I, I wrote like a spec script for like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like back in the day. I remember I, it was, I was like, this is a great idea because it, it got nominated for like an, uh, an Emmy. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to another writer pal and he's like, write a spec script, spec script right now. Cause that's going to be, you're going to be able to use that forever because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a popular show. It's very bad. Um, so my agent was like, we need some kind of sample. Can you, can you write something up by the end of the day? And I'm like, right, we'll try. So I pounded out some ideas and actually wrote like a short film. Mm-hmm. It's not long. It's like six, seven pages, but still I felt so satisfying and also I was shocked that I could do it. Yes. And like you read it and you were, you thought it was decent. I loved it. And I, I was like really into it. And then I sent it to my agent and I was like, Oh, is this even anything? And she was like, this is great. This is exactly what they're going to want to see. And uh, I was shocked. So it's like, you never know what you can accomplish when, there's a imaginary gun to your forehead. Well, that's the thing. Because I feel like often artists, um, or you and I specifically, will be like, no, I'm just not good at that. Or maybe, I just don't think that's for me. Yeah. And it's not until someone's like, I need this from you. Can you do it? And you're like, okay, sure. And you have to do it by the certain deadline. Where you push yourself to do it. And you're like, you know what? Maybe I can do this. And if that's what you can do, in that short amount of time, think yeah. of what you could do, you know. I know. If you really and I'm like, why yourself. do I need someone else to tell me do it by this time and then I do it? You know well, what I mean? The same like, way. Why, why have I not, why have I been writing my screenplay for the past year? Yeah. Fuck, I gotta finish that. It's very odd, but uh, it's nice to know that it's, it's, burrowed within me somewhere that I can accomplish such a thing. Whether I get this job or not, who knows? But the I, the genuine feeling of like I put my absolute best forth, and and that in itself is enough. And you know what? I want. I mean, I don't know if we could shoot this ourselves because it's so technical and specific. But but I want to do that more. I want to write like I'm. I'm taking like a writing the short little online class right now, and I want to write more of our own little shorts and just do them, even if. If they end up being shit, whatever. Well, here's the thing. Let's There's budgets it. out there. There's like grants you can apply for and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like, if we want to do this, we could. And, and we, we should. should. I think we should. I definitely think I we should. F- I feel I feel sad. Like as much as it's like nice with instant gratification of like, oh, this like fun little video that like, oh, you're going to help me at it and we're going to put this out and oh, it gets a bunch of likes. People like it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But like I miss like really like working towards something like that's why I liked theater and being part of something and then having this big end product you know I know I would like to do a longer bigger budgety kind of video thing because all these little videos I'm putting out 
I'm starting to feel like I'm like, it's great and I do really enjoy it, but I'm like, I feel like I've had videos really pop off and then nothing's really changed. So, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, why, what am I doing exactly? So I think I need to like up it to another level of something. Okay. We're going to write and film a short. Yeah. And we're finally going to record our, um, comedy album, our sketch album. Yeah, Ro Jogan's PP Hour. Ro Jogan's PP Hour. We have yeah. all the sketches written. <laughs> all we have to do is record it. All we got to do. It's the one thing that's stopping us. Speaking of Ro Jogan's PP Hour, it's time for Well, That Was Stupid. Yes. Well, well that, that was, was stupid. stupid. What the hell was stupid this week? Oh, my God. I just I just had week. it queued up. Uh, I was just about to be like, well, this was so fucking stupid. I could start my stupid. And then, no, no, no. Let me just. Oh, no. I'll, I'll start. Oh, wow. I'll start right now, just before I forget it. I... I mean, I feel like a lot of fucking stupid stuff happened. But a very stupid thing. First of all, I'm very grateful to be auditioning for things. Yes. And I, I've actually had a few auditions this past week, which has been great. But I had a Zoom audition for a commercial. And God, it's uncomfortable. It's terrible. Because in a different world, like, yeah, it's annoying that you have to drive to the audition, wait in the lobby, blah, blah, blah. But like now with Zoom auditions, like you log in. And then you're just there for an undisclosed amount of time. Like, you don't know. So when I logged in, by the time I auditioned, I had been there for an hour, just standing in front of my computer waiting. And they're like, don't go anywhere. Keep your cameras on. Make sure. But like, blah, blah, blah. And there was kids involved with it. And bless their hearts. Crazy. They're kids, but they're fucking stupid. <laughs> and But not even the kids. The kids were better than some of the adults. Like, the adults come in. They leave their... their um, Mike on. Mike on and so they're ta- they're adjusting whatever you hear everything and they're trying to make stupid jokes it was just wildly uncomfortable for everybody and it was uh it was just really stupid really dumb it was really dumb but I gotta say and there's there's a bit of a warm and fuzzy button I really like the group that I went in with and my kids were cute and um we'll see and my husband wasn't insufferable my my yeah. my uh tv husband Anyway, I hope I look it. Actors in general are insufferable for the most part, especially at auditions when they're like, some of them walk in and just like, I got to make an impact here. Hey, how's it going? And they're just like trying too hard kind of thing. And then add the factor of like, they didn't even have to leave their home and it's on Zoom. It's like, well, they're now they're full of energy. They're double full of energy. These shitheads. Exactly. And, And some of these like setups that these... Clearly, we've been doing this for like years, like two years at this point, like these Zoom auditions. Yeah. And everybody acts like they've never done this in their life. And this one particular one, it's like, all right, this family is on vacation in Berlin or something. So, the, And then the guy's like, right, so do you need a German accent? And then the woman's like, what? And he keeps me like, so this German accent. She's like, I don't know where you're getting this German <laughs> accent from. And he's like, all right, because I could do a German accent. She's like, please don't anyway it's stupid what's your well that was stupid oh my god Uh, well first of all the super bowl happened on sunday i was hired by a company to uh do some tweets yes you were which was kind of stressful because i had to do a certain amount of tweets um they were paying me for it thank god and then i had to make a video for them it was like an online casino and uh, all was going well. They were like, we think you're so funny, blah, blah, blah. I made a video for them and they were like, I sent it to them the day before and they were like, this is hilarious. They said genius. They're like, my God, this is perfect. And it was, it was so hilarious. It and was fun. so stupid. And they gave, the only instructions they gave me, they're like, make it funny in 
your way. That that that's something that your followers would enjoy. I'm like, okay, fine, I did it. It wasn't too gross, too crass, whatever. And uh, go to post it that day. I'm like, can't wait for everyone to see this. And then I get an email, and they're like, uh, the head of the casino would like you to take it down. Basically, <laughs> they're like, they're like, we're getting a lot of negative response from this. You got to delete it. I'm like, wow, but. <laughs> So it's just stupid. It's just stupid stupid. to be like, to hear all that from like, oh my God, we love it. And then the next day. And it wasn't just one guy who loved it. It was like everybody who loved it. But then it was one guy, the higher up, who was like, nah. Yeah, I think it was like the big cheese in charge of the casino. It's like you take yourself. Maybe he was just a big piece of cheese and he just didn't get it because he's like, I'm cheese. Yeah, my name's Cheddar. Cheddar Casino. Yeah, I'm Manchego. (laughs) Manchego Casino. (laughs) And I don't like your little video, comedian. I'm a um, piece of cheese with no eyes, ears, or uh, feeling. So I can't see this. I can't hear this. So I hate it. I'm cheese. I'm Manchego. Um. Anyway, it was just it was just stupid. But they were like, "We're gonna pay you anyway, so it doesn't matter." So it could have been worse. Also, I re-edited the video so I could I posted it as its own thing, separate from what. It, so I it still got a video out of it. But in the the whole thing of it was just very stupid. And I talked to a friend of ours who was a director for commercials, and he's like, "This happens to me like fifty percent of the time." Yeah, he will direct an entire commercial, and they're like, "We want it funnier, make it funnier." And he keeps pushing it, pushing it, and then he'll show them the final, he'll show the final product, and they'll be like, "We can't air this. We don't want this, but we'll pay you for it." Yeah, it's like how much money is just being wasted for nothing. The clients don't know what they want. They and they're scared know. to take a chance. And I get it because like, imagine you put something out there and then one person complains, but here's the thing. It's not like it was controversial what you were doing or grotesque or the anything. Only controversial part were there was a, a part where coins were shooting out of my ass, but you, but you don't see, see the my asshole. ass. I was fully clothed. So who would that offend people with IBS? I have like, IBS. Yeah. And you're not offended. I think it's by cool it. as hell. People, that you know eat coins <laughs> i don't know but maybe they're like oh this is not the kind of uh tone that we or like what people would expect from this company but I'm or like, there's a part where i where i eat a computer so maybe they're like if someone eats a computer and think that a bunch of money's gonna fall out of them and then we could get sued maybe that was it also they they're like we love your sense of humor and we love everything that you tweet literally you tweet about hot piss yeah. Every day, all day. They mentioned that too. They're like, we love your hot piss Costco tweets. We love the thread. I'm like, well, they're mostly just for me. I didn't know anyone was really looking. It's so interesting that they're like, we love this. Do exactly you and you do it. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. Which I got um, I got an email from a comedy booker today being like, hey, uh, we want to book you for an online show over Zoom, 30 minutes, blah, blah, blah. And the money was okay. So I'm like, okay, yeah, what's this for? What are the details? And they're like, yeah, it's just these like tech bros, blah, blah, blah. And then it says like corporate clean. I'm like, oh, uh, have they seen my tape? They know I'm yeah. not squeaky clean, corporate right? Clean. Corporate clean also means anything. That could mean anything. Corporate clean technically is like very limiting. Yeah, like, so I was eating a banana the other day but not sexually yeah and then as soon as they say sexually someone shoots you between the eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> next comedian 
no but i was like first of all lead with that second of all, i'm like did they see my tape and he's like yeah he's like this is the tape i sent them and that that's why they chose you they huh. and he's like they just, like people like this want your energy i'm like well my energy is fucking saying fuck and talking about my puss if it's i want to come all day over here anyway i was like i'll clean up my act it's swearing for me like i don't have to swear but i'm like there's gonna be a lot of innuendo i tell you that much yeah if we're grown adults and we can't talk about like I'm not going to be like, I was fisting my ass with the fucking Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. I was exploring the crotch of my jeans the other day, and I won't say what's in there, but there's some stuff. Exploring the crotch of my jeans? Yeah, you could say that. Innuendo. You can impl- you don't have to say what you're, what's in there. Exploring the crotch of my jeans <laughs> is so much more offensive than I was fucking fingering my puss. Yeah, no. If you said it at a business, a corporate... If a man came up to me and he's like, I want to explore your puss versus I want to... Explore the crotch of your jeans. Or if I want to touch your puss versus I want to explore the crotch of your jeans. Yeah. There's a lot like, going on down there. There's well, zippers, there's buttons. Could you're going to kill me. Could be anything. Either way, I think you're going to kill it. Um, this fine corporate event. And I think we're going to kill this episode because I'll be honest... It's after 11 and I am, I'm like Cinderella only with 11 o'clock. We did this for 40 minutes. I honestly thought it'd be shorter. Good for us. Me too. Yes, we did it. And I hope that you did it too, listener, whatever it is you were I doing. hope you explore the crotch of your jeans. I hope you, yeah, you listen to this while you were cleaning or washing the dishes or Jeaning. maybe knitting. I think, I think Taylor maybe knits and listens to this as power listener. Um, or yeah, exploring the crotch of your jeans or the crotch of your khakis. I hope nobody's masturbating to this. I mean, do it, but don't tell us. If about you it. are and you're just about to come, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're helping things. I don't know if that's helping or hurting. <laughs> you're either way, you're upsetting the dog. The dog doesn't give no care. Nightmares. Um, listen, Matt, where can they find you? Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter and the rest you can figure out. Yeah, I'm Julia Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. The rest, fuck off. And you can well, follow our... <laughs> fuck off, Kendall. You can follow um, our podcast at Is This What You Want Podcast on Twitter or at ITWYW... Oh, no, wait. I mixed that up. ITWYW Podcast on Twitter or Is This What You Want Podcast on Instagram. Good. Message us. I feel like nobody's messaged us in a while unless I just haven't checked. They're listening. Sometimes that happens. They're listening. I'm sure you're listening, but just uh, we want to hear from you. Yes. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. And we'll be back again, of course, next week. And I promise I will not talk about Dog the Bounty Hunter. I love you. Bye-bye. Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Is this what you want with Matt and Julia? Is this what you want? Oh